What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom. And we have with us today, Amber Holly, who is a licensed therapist. She's a multiple business owner and former tech industry dropout who works with high achieving, easily distracted entrepreneurs with mindset and strategies to stop suffering for success. As host of the Easily Distracted Entrepreneur podcast, she supports ADHD and ADHD-ish business owners who live in Distraction City to overcome shiny object syndrome. If you have ever experienced any of this, where you've been feeling burnt out, you've been feeling like you're focusing on the wrong things, you're not experiencing the results that you want, but you feel like you're working and working and you don't know what's going on, we are going to dig into some things in this episode that are going to speak to you. So let's turn it over to the combo. All right, Amber, I am so pumped to have you on the show. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. Okay. So before we dig in, I know that we have so many incredible nuggets to dig into, and I want to have ample time to do that, but I want our (laughs) listeners to know who you are. So give us a little background of your story, how you got into all of this incredible work and just who you are. Yes. Well, um, I am a therapist by trade. I I like to say I'm a I'm an ENFP, which is Myers-Briggs uh, type. I'm an ENFP with ADHD, who is also a dot-com dropout, who then became a therapist, who then decided to go into like business consulting. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's as succinct as I've ever said. <laughs> so you but like, I, yeah, you have your hand in so many things. Yeah, I I built a group practice. I built a group practice in Silicon Valley in California, and a lot of the clients I was working with are, you know, like uh, executives and CEO startups and business owners. You know, small business owners, like normal, mm-hmm. regular, like us business owners, and just seeing, you know, couples is one of my specialties, and then of course the ADHD, you know, distraction piece but like seeing people really struggling to kind of manage things and feeling like working themselves into burnout because of all of the expectations of everything we need to do as business owners. And then, oh, and you're supposed to also give to your relationship and, oh, you're supposed to take care of yourself and, oh, you're supposed to give to your kids and, you know, all the other things. Right. And so I don't know, it just kind of it's funny how I feel like in some ways it's like this full circle back to business and technology, but at the same time, I'm like, I really think it's integrating. Like, this is the problem with modern entrepreneurship. Like there's too many demands on us. Right. So we got to figure out what to say no to. Ah, amen. Amen. (laughs) Amen. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So how, like, let's dig into that first. How does someone listening who's there, they're like, okay, wait, 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 hold on. That's me. I feel like I need to be doing a million things in a million different areas of my life all the time. And what normally happens is then they don't do anything. It's yes. like you get all of this analysis process. I need to be doing 50. So I'm just going to do none instead. That's yeah. a good, that's a good <laughs> answer to solve it. So how do we avoid that? Like, where do we go? Where do we focus? Yeah. Well, in reality too, I mean, at, when we get so overwhelmed, usually that's the option, like shutting down completely. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. even if we don't, some people don't identify it as like the people who sit and overthink things or overanalyze, but it's more just like, they're not even thinking cause they're just so overwhelmed. They shut down. So for me, I'm always like, okay, let's take that step back. Let's really help kind of identify what's most important to you right now in this moment. And then like, let's take some small steps. Reality is the hard part is you're going to have to, you're going to have to look and take, when you assess things, you have to make some hard choices. You're like, okay, you know, like I need to, I need, I can't expect myself to do all of this at once because it's not working anyway. That's like the biggest thing I see with people when I help them come up with like a plan for like incrementally getting somewhere. They're like, no, but I need to do 10. Like if, if it's like, uh, I have to make 10 sales calls a day and I hate doing them. And then I don't do any. And I'm like, okay, let's develop a plan to do one to two. And they're like, but I don't need one to two. I need 10. I was like, but you're doing zero. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> isn't one to two better than zero? <laughs> like, exactly. Isn't this progress? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I'm a huge proponent of like action, just like the littlest bit of action. Yes. Sometimes is enough to just ignite that. Like, oh, that wasn't that hard. Now let's do a little bit more, but it's like that all or nothing. I I go back to that all the time in episodes because it's such a huge roadblock. The, I have to do 10 calls or I do zero. Like that, how is that working out for you? Like, let's be real. So let's commit to one. Let's commit to like, I love that. And it's so doable in any, in any area of your life in motherhood with the house. Like one of my biggest things is like when my house looks like a, like a hurricane came through it. I have five kids. So at some point every day, it looks like that. And it's easy to be like, I'm just going to go hide. I don't want to deal. I don't want to like the thought of like doing all of this is sounds really hard right now. But what happens is if I do one thing that I'm like, Oh, well that felt good. That was easy. (laughs) And then I do one more thing. And then I do one more thing. And that is the same in business. It's the same in everything. So if we can just stop that, I love that. Just 
reminder of like, stop the all or nothing, stop the 10 or zero. Let's do one. Let's do one. Yeah. I like to call them momentum makers. So you're doing that one small thing to build momentum. However, my caveat to this is I do see this, especially with women, especially with moms (laughs) where it's like, they, they keep doing just that one thing, just that one thing, just that one thing. And then they're like, and then I went to bed at 2am. I was like, why, what in the world were you doing (laughs) between whatever time and whatever time? I'm like, no, because a lot of it, I'm like, you know, there's going to be laundry there tomorrow. I have three kids as well. Like five. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine, but if you can do one. You can do 12. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know about that. <laughs> like that's where I had to set a boundary, <laughs> but, but that's the thing where like so much of this stuff, there's always going to be laundry. There's always going to yeah. be dishes. There's always going to be this. And so I think we have to go from this idea, like part, I see two things in this. One is the shift of from I'm, I have to, if I just got caught up, this is something I hear mm. all the time. Like, and I say it, there are times where I have been like overwhelmed because I'm a human, right. And, and uh, overwhelmed and overloaded. And I'm like, if I just had a week, if I could pause time and if I could just get caught up and I say it, cause I, I need to say it. Cause I need <laughs> to like vent that I'm overwhelmed. And I know it's also like you, you're not going to get caught up. That's let's let go of that fantasy. It doesn't exist, but can we feel on top of things? Like that's the shift I think we need to make of, okay. Is there something I can do to feel a little bit more on top of stuff? And like you said that all or nothing, like that's, that's my wheelhouse. Like I'm the queen of all or nothing. And I've had to find those ways to find that middle ground for my own sanity's sake. Um, and yeah, so get those little momentum builders because it does work. And, but you have to have a boundary and a limit with that. You have to, you have to have enough like of a plan to know like this is enough. And that's where, you know, I, I talk about, I resisted that idea of like your one thing. <clears throat> I resisted it for years. I would fight against it. I would ask experts. They would give me the same answer. And I was like, nope, don't like the answer. I'm going to keep asking people. <laughs> so they tell me. And then it's like, okay, I have to make peace with it. So like not having, what is the expectation, the greater expectation? I love having a perfectly clean house. I love it. Is my, it makes me feel at peace and centered. I have three children, my, me and my husband, and at least two of them have ADHD and their team chaos, there's no way that's realistic, but I have a clean bedroom, a clean office. And once a week, I have a clean person, a clean car. That's it. I was like, I I want to go to bed in a clean environment. And frankly, we don't have much in there. Like it's just clothing. Right. So it's very streamlined. It's minimalist, not minimalist, like insane, like normal, healthy (laughs) minimalist. Yeah. And then, and then it's like, okay, but I can wake up in that peacefulness. I can come work in a space that feels like whatever. And then sometimes I have to just put the blinders on through the rest of the house, or I could spend all day cleaning just to wake up the next day and they would ruin it in 10 minutes. And then I would be rageful. (laughs) It's true. And I love this. And it's simply rewriting our rules, right? It's like before you're like, oh, I can feel peace when the entire house is clean. Yes. Or you rewrite the rule to, I can feel peace when my room is clean and my office is clean and then everything else. Like, we'll see, we'll see how it goes, but I love that. And (laughs) and the same goes, the same goes for business. You're either successful when you do all of the things, or you rewrite the rule and you say, I have some non-negotiables that are my baseline that are going to keep me growing, keep me progressing, keep everything moving forward. 
And when I do those things, I'm absolutely like successful. You rewrite the rule and then you find more fulfillment and you find more joy and you find more, like it's easier to show up the next day. Cause you don't feel like you're defeated every freaking day. Cause you didn't check off every box like that. It's exactly. not really that hard to rewrite the rules, but you have to be proactive about doing that. And I think most people just aren't aware that they're even living in that space of all or nothing mentality. And I think the hard part in it though, is letting go of Mm. all those other things that still feel important because they are of course, right. Ish. I always like, I'm a good, I'm a big ish girl. I like it. I'm always like "Mm, ish, like (laughs) social media. Is it important? Of course it is. And it can be growth. Is it the most important? Um, ish. It just depends. It depends. Right. But, but it's like, yeah, if I'm overloaded, am I going to overly stress about what I'm posting to social? Nope. That's not going to be the thing. Like you said, that's not my core of my tasks and having clarity around that, but it is hard. So like one of the strategies, because if somebody tells you not to do something, this is just like how I kept asking people, well, how can I build these three businesses at the same time? You can't, you need to pick one thing. (laughs) No. How do I build this? <laughs> like I kept saying, if you tell me no, it's like the, that, like, I'm going to prove you wrong, you know, yeah. and you fight back. We have resistance, but this is, so I started kind of employing that idea of like, I'm going to put a pin in it. So, okay. I want to do this. I would like to, I'm going to make it up. Like I'm going to, I would like to be a social media queen, but I'm going to put a pin in it for a minute while I get my foundations and my systems and all the things yeah. I need to support me going. So I'm putting, I'm not saying I'm never going to do it. I'm just going to put a pin in it. Cause if we say, can you just hold on for a hot minute on that one? We'll do it. Like, but if you say you stop doing social, you can't do it or whatever the thing is, right. Then we fight against it. So I think figuring out those, those ways to kind of trick our brains into doing it often, we don't come back to that thing, but sometimes we do, but we come back with a different energy because like you're saying, if your checklist for today, if you, if I said to you, at the max, you can have three tasks that you're going to get done. And by the way, for those of you who are service providers who are seeing clients like one-on-one, that has to count. Like you can't just be like, in addition to eight hours of seeing clients and yeah, and this and that or whatever. But if you have your three main tasks and you check those off and get those done and you give yourself the ability to say, okay, I'm done for the day and take a break, which is a huge piece of this too you will have more momentum and energy the next day to get things done. And sometimes, yes, you'll be like, oh my God, I feel so great. I have energy. I'm going to do this extra thing or this thing. That's great. But if you said, I have 10 things and you got those same three things done, you end the day feeling bad. You don't feel like you earned a break. You can't really let it go. You don't sleep as well. You wake up the next day dreading life because now you have seven things on top of your next day's 10 Mm -hmm. things. So it's like basic scientific momentum here. We have to like expect less and do more. Like that's, what's going to happen. I love that so much. Shifting those expectations is huge, Mm -hmm. huge because it really does set the bar. One, you said like you go to bed feeling terrible and then you wake up and you're like, great. Now I get (laughs) to do it all over again. And my list is even bigger. How how fun is this going to be? Um, <laughs> Yay me. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's no wonder so many people get so like in a rut. Like I love it when people are like, oh, I'm just in a funk. I'm in a rut. I'm like, okay, well you created this. So let's now build, like, let's get out of it because just as easily as you got in, you can also get out. So 
let's talk about that for a sec. If someone is in a place of feeling burnt out, feeling like feeling like they don't have a handle on where to be focusing, what to be doing, where to be putting their energy, what would you say, how to like generate some positive energy out of that space? Right. Right. Um, first I would say there's a difference between a funk and true burnout. Right. Um, and sometimes that can be hard to distinguish because we're so in it. We're Mm. so into our day to day. Uh, and we all, we're all going to have bad days or days where like, I don't want to, I hate this, you know, like that's just part of entrepreneurship. If it's a funk, sometimes you need to give yourself that break. You just need to say, I need some time off because what I hear all the time too, is like, Oh yeah. Like I'll, I'll do that in like seven weeks. I'll be able to take a day off. And I'm like, no, (laughs) you know, you're either just going to make yourself sick, which often happens, or, you know, it's so you're just, you end up just being so much more miserable. You could actually go from a funk to burnout, (laughs) like being Mm -hmm. in that space, we have to figure it out and say, like, is the reason I own a business to be in charge of my life? did I choose then to say, I have no control over making decisions like this or, you know, or do we do it? So we can like, that's the whole thing, like coming back to that. So I think sometimes it's the paradox of if I allowed myself true rest for maybe a day, maybe a couple of days and, and canceled on some stuff like, Oh my gosh, I just, you know, clutched my pearls. You can't see it, but um, I hate canceling on people. I don't want to be a flake. I care. I always, always, always try to show up, but, but life happens. And so mm-hmm. cancel some stuff, take some steps back. People, frankly, nowadays, I think people are so grateful when people cancel on them <laughs> because they're like, Oh, thank God. Now I have time too. Um, <laughs> but real. do that, give yourself the space and get true rest and then come back at it. Cause sometimes if you're so exhausted or if you're in a funky mood, you might, not even have the clarity to make the decisions around prioritizing. Mm -hmm. So, so sometimes we need to do that. Um, if it's true burnout, like again, yeah, it's kind of the same stuff and understand, uh, one day taken off resting is not going to cure it. Like you're in a systemic place of overwhelm, exhaustion, you know, adrenal fatigue, whatever, like all the things it's going to take some time to recuperate from that right? I have gone through some bouts of burnout and, and you can feel like, oh, what's wrong with me? Like, why is it taking so long? And it's like, well, you didn't get there overnight. You know, it's going to take some time to heal that. Right. Yeah. What are some of those signs of burnout? Like if someone's like, well, what does that even mean? How do I know? What are they, what can they look for? Yeah. I like to sometimes talk about the ones that don't necessarily feel like they, sometimes we hear, um, you know, like if you love doing client work, let's say you're, you're actually doing one-on-ones with your client or you do some kind of thing and you're still enjoying it. They're like, Oh, once you, once you no longer want to do that, or you dread it, or, you know, that means you're in burnout. But what I actually see a lot of, and I experienced myself was it wasn't the actual, my, my normal work, like the, the core, my zone of genius work that didn't dread that didn't cause me dread that didn't bring me down that still excited me. It's probably what kept me going. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was all the other things. If I found myself like anytime a little blip, a little thing would happen, I would get super pissed off and frustrated because I'm like, Oh, of course, you know, like, <laughs> of course the brand new printer just broke. 
of course there's traffic when I'm already late running to an appointment, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Or of course my assistant totally jacked everything up and got stuff wrong on the simplest of tasks. You know, that's where my brain was, right? Like everything was like super frustrating. And like, I could, I would take care of work stuff. And then I just felt really short with like my family. I didn't have, I didn't have any energy or surplus. I kind of didn't want to do anything or go anywhere, you know, which if, if that's your normal wheelhouse, then that might not be the (laughs) the indicator, but I actually did like spending time with people and I was like, nah, (laughs) you know, like Netflix sounds better tonight. Um, but I think we can notice like either we're getting sick a lot more, we're, we're short or irritable. Like we can't handle the little bumps. Like we, we don't roll with them as much. Um, and then for so many people I've worked with, it's more like, um, the stuff that's already kind of annoying becomes debilitating. So whether Mm. that's taking care of your finances, or if you have paperwork stuff that you have to do, or any kind of legal stuff you have to take care of, like constantly dropping the ball on those kinds of things is, is like where I sometimes see it showing up for people. Now, of course you're in the point of like, let's say you write marketing funnels and you're at the point of like, if I have to write one more marketing funnel and someone hires me, I'm going to hurt someone. <laughs> oh, that's a clear indicator. <laughs> red flag, red flag. Yes. Let's pay attention to that. But usually I think it's, I see it around the other stuff. Yeah. Right. Like I know I got to a point where I wasn't even billing people. And then I felt like too much time went on to bill them because I just couldn't like I'll, and it's stupid, right. In a, in a way we feel stupid. Cause like, why do I show up every day and continue to work with people and help people if I'm not going to build that? Cause that, you know, it's it in, but it's not logical, right? This is burnout. Like it doesn't mean I'm an idiot. It just means I was so overwhelmed. Yeah. And I love it. I, I love this because I think that's something that lots of people can relate to. And like, they have those, those glimpses of their daily, like, Oh, but I still enjoy this. But then when they're like, experiencing all of those other things, you can start to resent the thing you enjoy over time. And then it's like a real big spiral down fast. We're taking a quick time out because it's the time of the month when I'm bringing on my next few clients to help you get started on your gut health journey. The deeper I get into this and my own journey, the more I just want to scream it from the rooftops because I feel so much better. And on a monthly basis, we have client results rolling in better sleep, more energy, skin issues, clearing up, um, moodiness, lifting lack, like way less bloat, obviously weight loss is a byproduct, just so many incredible things and people feeling so empowered on their health journey. Again, if you've ever felt frustrated because the weight isn't coming off, the things aren't improving. You're waking up feeling one way and going to bed, feeling six months pregnant. You're not alone. Those are things that people are dealing with on a very consistent basis and just kind of writing off of like, this is what it is, but it doesn't need to be that way. And it can, a lot of it is stemming from your gut health. So if you are interested in learning more about this, go to micafolsomfit.com slash gut And you can learn about the program, fill out the form if you want to get started with me, but this is a life-changing program. It's four weeks. You eliminate the most um, allergenic foods, the foods that most people have the most sensitivities to, 
you feel, you then reintroduce those things and see how you feel and see how your body responds. And then you have an exact game plan, what your body needs, how your microbiome is and what foods it needs and what it doesn't. So it's just, ah, it's so good. So if you're ready to really elevate your health and feel your absolute best, go to that link. Let's have a conversation and we can get you started with an exact simple game plan. MichaelFolsomFit.com slash gut. See you there. So what are some of the things that helped you when you were going through that? Like, how did you find your joy again? Yeah. Some, some of it was, um, like my business. So I thought, Hey, I've just had a child and I'm pregnant with another, this would be a great time to start a business. So, (laughs) so part of it was, and I, and again, this is one of those like lies we tell ourselves, these beliefs that are very powerful. I kept saying, God, I wish I just set my business up before I started having kids. Like then I'd have the foundation Mm -hmm. because being ADHD, I can be great. I can hyper-focus and I'm super organized. Mine shows up a little way, really organized. However, it is all or nothing. So it is Mm. either to the nines, like everything in my house is like color coded and labeled (laughs) or everything's in a pile and boxes in a corner. Like that's like, there's two options, you know, there's no middle ground. So for me, it was kind of solidifying some of my systems and like cleaning things up and hiring somebody was the key, having someone else to help me with it. Like delegation was a huge piece. Um, so I got the foundation, got all of the systems, like some were good and some were not. And then I got them all kind of, um, together and I got really clear about my boundaries with my work. So at the time that I first went through this, I was only doing therapy and I I was running my group practice. So I had employees and I had to, you know, handle other people's stuff too. But I, but as far as like my actual work work goes, it was just the therapy. So I really had to be really um, diligent about these are the hours I work. I don't work outside these hours. Now, rare exceptions, like if, you know, cause doing therapy, there are actually life and death type of situations, right. Mm-hmm. But rarely. And so having the boundaries for me around, like I had, I only did clients two days a week and then had three days of like where I could do other kind of outside the work stuff and not, or I could just have more rest, more downtime. Right. So that was like a part of it. It was like doing the hard thing of prioritizing and like addressing those kind of like found out foundational things and having boundaries with my time. I think it's super unsexy, but that's what, that's what it was. I love unsexy. <laughs> it's the unsexy things that are going to like really move your life forward. Yeah. Um, are there, are there, habits within your day that help you in all aspects of your life, help you find joy in your businesses and motherhood and your relationship and all of those things. I feel it's so intriguing to just hear the different little things that help you kind of stay the course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably my biggest habit is knowing exactly what I have to do the next day. Mm. Like I'm one of those people. And I think a lot of people are like this. If, if I wait until the morning of a day, first of all, I'm just going to waste a lot of time figuring out my priorities for the day. Right. Cause that's just, we all do it. Right. And I'm going to be like, Oh, I didn't sleep that well. I don't really feel like doing that today, which is why I inevitably always file extensions for my taxes. 
<laughs> even though I have a bookkeeper and a CPA, it's illogical. I know, but, but this is where, again, we're human. So for me, it's scheduling, like already, my habit is like already knowing what I'm going to do the next day, because then it's like meal planning. If I wait till the day of, I'm going to eat pizza and burgers every day. But right. if I meal plan, take the emotion I'm out of it. Yes. yes. Yeah. I say, I say creating your to do's in a cold state. That's exactly I what I love say. that. Yeah. If you're in an emotional state, you're going to go with what you feel like. And we never mm-hmm. feel, well, let me be, I, you know, I mean, sometimes I do. I, sometimes I'm like, I want salmon today or, you know, whatever, but most of the time that's not going to, we're not going to consistently totally. do that. Um, the other thing is I know like people love their morning routines. I'm not a morning person. So my morning routine is I literally do a little dance out of bed. Um, because I don't, uh, I I just don't like mornings. And so I need a little something to kind of pick me up. And so I'll go through different phases where I have different songs, but like, what is the current one is, uh, it was panic at the disco for a very long time, but now it's, um, Sunday uh, Sunday best. Oh, yeah. I think it's Sunday called, best. you know, uh-huh. that song. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just like a nice chill oh, yeah. song, like but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was like a panic at the disco song for the longest time. And it just kind of gets my energy up and I get out and I do a little dance cause I love dancing. And then I've got like, I'm up, you know, and I make, so I, I don't get up and do, you know, an hour of meditation and reading and goal planning and visualization and all the things. Oh, that's great. If you do, I think it's amazing. I, I aim to be an adult like that one day, but for me, it's the, how can I find moments of joy? I love so that. I do little routines for joy, right? I love that so much. And this is such a, I want the listeners to hear there is no right or wrong. I think yes. so many people box themselves into, well, this is what this successful person does. And so that's what I have to do. Oh, but I hate it. Oh, but that feels off. Oh, but, but I don't enjoy it. And you're like, what are you doing? So it's like, learn from what people are doing. Give it a try. See how it feels. Try it on, take it off. If you don't like it, try something new. And that comes with really just embracing that. Like, what are you even doing this for? If you're doing your morning routine to hopefully prime yourself for the day, get your energy up, like really set yourself up for success, whatever that looks like that can be done in a million different ways. So I love that you're just like, I just dance out of bed and get my energy (laughs) right. I'm like, I'm here for it. I love it. If I wouldn't be mortified, I would have my husband like videotape it so that I could just (laughs) post it. But I am like, uh, I love dancing. And I'm like, I also don't want it to, I I don't want to film a video, (laughs) but, but you're right though. It's experimenting. But I think like when we're experimenting in a very intentional, thoughtful way, because there are times where I'm like, okay, can I, can I add something to my morning routine that, that, um, yeah, gets my energy and focus flowing and that, um, you know, helps me kind of achieve my goals or, or get to the place I want to be in a more efficient way. Like I love thinking of that, but I'm not, I, you also have to know yourself and realize like, if I make it miserable, I already know my personality. I will not do it. That is, there's, I could, I could list a million different like personality inventories that would tell you why I won't do it, but let's just trust that I know myself. (laughs) And the reality is like, so build something you, you look forward to. And that doesn't mean we can't build in hard things, right? Cause that's helpful. But, um, like that morning routine stuff, I think it's fantastic. And the research will tell you if you do that routine, it's not about 4am. It has nothing to do with 4am. 
you could do that at 9 p.m. But if you know you're not, not going to do it at 9 p.m., then that's not going to work either, right? Exactly. Like you have to kind of know that. Like I, I jokingly say, especially you know, during the pandemic, it was like, I'm a solid afternooner. Like I used to be a night owl. Now I'm like, no, I'm done. (laughs) Done for the day. I'm like, I'm a solid afternooner, which is why, again, I like figuring out what is it tomorrow I have to do at the end of my day and then go into that. I love that. And, and two, like this, this comes into play with like keeping your joy and avoiding burnout, like really staying so in tune with what are the things that are most essential? How can I do them in a way that I actually enjoy? I think this is the thing that lots of people are like, oh, but I have to do this. This is how they say to do it. I actually hate it. You're not going to continue to do it. If you hate it, like you're just not. So how can I do this thing, especially the hard things? How can I do this hard thing that I know is essential? I know I've got to do in a way that feels right for me aligned high energy. Like I can actually find joy in it. And when you can find that sweet spot, this goes with your health journey. It goes with your relationship. It goes with your, all of the things with your business activities. When you can find that sweet spot of actually enjoying the process of the mundane essential things, you will find your stride. You'll find your rhythm. You'll find that flow. And that's when it's like, what in the heck just happened? I feel like it's magic. Like my things are rolling. We're having momentum. Like I'm actually moving forward. And it's because you get rid of that resistance that so many people like battle with every single day. Exactly. In fact, last week I had a launch and that's exactly what I was telling friends. Cause the two, the week before that, and last week I said, I'm just in this like flow state where I was waking up like six or six 30. This is not my normal wake up time. I just got to tell you, that's not how I roll. Um, and I was just waking up early and I was energized and I just went right to work and I was getting so much done and, and it was effortless. And, yes. and I said, I'm going to capitalize on this. Cause I know it's one, not going to last forever, <laughs> but two, like, yeah. And I said, it feels like magic. And I told somebody, you should have given me your business plan last week. Cause I could have made that happen too, on top <laughs> of everything else that was going on. Yeah. And then it was funny. Cause then it's like, all of a sudden I just like started to hit a wall, like hit a wall. And part of it was, I got no rest over the weekend. Cause there were so many things happening. And, but, but that's the thing where it's like, yes, you have to capitalize when it's happening, but kind of figure out, do I need to change the time of day? I'm attempting to do something. Do I need to change my expectation of how little or much, whether that's time-wise or like task-wise, do I need to, do I need to just give it to someone else and say, I'm not doing this because it sucks. And I hate it. Delegation is right. Like delegation. That's another one. I know. I know. Yeah. There's nothing better than writing like a long to-do list and then, and then knowing like half of off. those things aren't on your plate. Right. <laughs> like, oh, I'm here yes. for that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. 
Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. I love it. And it's like, for the people that are in that mode of, I have a million things on my plate all of the time. How can I ever feel like I'm on top of things? How can I ever feel like I'm doing the right things in the right areas? What would you say? Would it be like a brain dump sesh to then just like really get clear on what they actually need to do? What would be your kind of tangible things that someone could put in play? Yeah. Uh, The reality is like you're, I think most of us as modern entrepreneurs and moms can feel that, but if it's in your working memory, like if it's in your active utilizing working memory, even if it's hanging out in the back, uh, it's going to drain you and you will lose energy and momentum, right? Like that's just going to happen. So I, I am a fan of the brain dump. Um, this is why I say, I think it's really important to use like some sort of task management software, even though I have a very hard time, like routinely checking that, but you know, the alternative of rewriting your to-do list 15,000 times, it feels productive to write that list, but it's not like, right. it's not that helpful. Um, so I do think doing a brain dump so that, you know, this information is safe and it will be there when I'm ready, but then you can let it go. And then I do rewrite like for the day, like what is the one thing I have to do today or what are the top three things? I think we have to, it's kind of like, um, you know, in like computer world, like, we're, we're, we're optimizing the memory usage. We're letting go of all that other stuff. And let's say you're so overwhelmed. You can't even think about putting it in like some program. Fine. Keep those notebooks. And remember it's in a notebook. I can come back to it, but let me start writing a list. And if you pass five things, I want you to turn the page and I want you to out of those five, I want you to write down the top three of what you should do, like get it out of your purview and only focus on that. And sometimes, frankly, you need someone else to bounce it off of. I'm a huge fan. Like I have had a biz bestie throughout my whole process. I have kind of like an inner circle of people I have done almost, you know, I take breaks and I go back and forth between having coaches or having a therapist. Um, and sometimes I have all three of those things and being able to kind of bounce it off of people to help them prioritize it is really helpful. Or if you have a team member, like I actually now, I think it's funny you go into business. I'm like, I don't want people telling me what to do. I'm going to run my own business. And then eventually as you grow your business and scale, then you're like, can I just have someone tell me what to do? (laughs) (laughs) And I can't tell you how many people say that, you know, all the business owners I work with. And now I have somebody in my life, Melissa, who like literally I'll say, okay, this is what I was thinking and da, da, da. And she's like, no, 
<laughs> but she says it. I mean, she sometimes does that, but we have a good rapport and then she'll be like, okay, let's look at the calendar. <laughs> Everything's there. All right. Maybe in June. Well, now it's, that was months ago. Okay. So maybe yeah. now she'll say in September, right? Okay, fine. All right. Fine, fine. fine. And then, but there are times where I'm like, nope, this is my new thing. This is my priority. I'm going to do it. And she's like, okay. And she can see it. That mm-hmm. I'm doing it. So then what can we let go of? So I think having, sometimes we need other people, especially if that's not a muscle you've flexed, (laughs) having somebody help you prioritize can be really, really helpful, but it is ruthless prioritization. Yes. And it's so important. And there's something different when it's someone outside of your brain, they're just like, they see it differently. They're not emotionally connected to it. So they can see it more like facts and like, you know, they don't have stories that they're telling themselves yeah. about it. So it really is so powerful. A success partner. Uh, I love that you said biz. Did you say biz bestie? Biz bestie. I yeah. Love yeah. There's so much power in that. And if someone listening doesn't have that reach out, like don't wait for someone to approach you go into your team or, or a space that's safe and say, Hey, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I see out of the partnership, the relationship, what I want out of this, who would love this. And just, it's kind of like dating. You just kind of try it out, see if it fits. <laughs> Um, and then you find your rhythm, but I agree. I've always had some type of circle like that. And I am a huge proponent in getting it coached. Every coach needs a coach. Every mentor needs a mentor. Like there's just something about having someone who is outside of that, but ahead of the game who can help you level up, expand, see things differently, see things in a new way that will help you continue to evolve. And that's what entrepreneurship is. It's just like a personal growth journey wrapped up in business opportunity. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And when I, when I first started my podcast, it was actually called my biz bestie because we, my, my biz bestie and I were, it was our passion project to connect people. So we've done episodes about how to like vet people, how to figure it out. Um, cause that is a question I get asked a lot still, and now it's transitioned, but, um, she's still my biz bestie, but like the podcast has transitioned. I mean, (laughs) But you're right though, because, and also like it, sometimes there's so much clarity when you're not in it. And like you, I love that you said they don't have the stories, right? Because that is a lot of it is we're telling ourselves these stories and, you know, I I wish I could think there was an example last week that was so clear. And I just started laughing because it was so ridiculous. And they said, well, why don't you just do X? And I'm like, oh yeah. But I was in kind of like a overly, like I was launching and I was overwhelmed, but I always think about this example, even though it's not business related of, um, of there was when we had had our first child and then we finally found somebody for childcare and, um, my husband and I like, um, cause he shifted his job, I think. And so we were like one of us, usually I always, it must've been with our second child actually. Cause one of us would pick up I always did pick up and drop off because he was always gone. He was working. And so I was always there. And then he was able to do it sometimes like on his lunch hour. And I said, yeah, so we had to get two car seats and yada, 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 and all this other stuff. And, um, or yeah. And then she's, and we were like trying to figure it out and she goes, well, why don't you just leave the car seat at the daycare? And it was this moment of like, we were really stressing about how do we make sure and does it, this one fit in his car and this and that. And it was like, what, (laughs) you know, like, obviously I haven't told the story in a while because the (laughs) details are a little fuzzy now, but it was just one of those moments of like, duh, right. You know, (laughs) like, of 
course that's what you do. <laughs> yes, yep. that's what we'll do. <laughs> I love it. No, and it really is. And in something as little as that, like when it's causing stress and overwhelm and angst, it's doing that. And then it's transferring into your business. It's transferring into how you mother it's all of these things are related. So when people try and like compartmentalize and go, okay, well, I'm going to like keep my business in this box. And then I'm going to keep mom life in this box. You're you're like, there's no way to do that. When you're stressed in mom life, you better believe that energy also is transferring to your business. You're showing up differently. Your energy is differently. It's transferring into your marriage. You're probably snarky and annoyed and, and short. So like finding alignment and really, really just managing your energy in every area of your life is something that I'm like, it is essential. Like you can't ignore these things and shove them under the rug because they will impact everything, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And start small, start with those baby steps, right? It's those baby, baby steps, because if you think you're going to solve it all in one fell swoop, that's overwhelming. You're never going to do it. Right. So it is those small shifts. Like you're saying of, Oh, I just took off this big chaotic stressor that caused miscommunication because I just left the damn (laughs) car seat at the, at the daycare, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, There's like small ways sometimes to shift things and realize, like you said, sometimes you can compartmentalize, but at a certain point when it feels overwhelming, you can't do it anymore. And it impacts everything. So that's also why I think stop living at the edge. Like we need to give ourselves a lot more grace and a lot more space because if you're living, feeling like you're like the, there's an avalanche over your head. If one bad thing happens, it's all going downhill. Like it's going to happen because that's life, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Oh, I love this conversation so much. I feel like probably every listener is going to be like, oh, geez. Yeah. I didn't realize (laughs) I needed that, but I definitely needed to hear those things today. Um, Cause when you're living in that space, like it really is, that's, that's stressful. Just living like the one thing, if one more thing happens, like everything falls and it's like, don't, don't put yourself in that place because we do have more control over it than I think we think sometimes. So yes, I love it. (laughs) Amber, where can, where can our listeners find you? Where can they connect more with you, um, on your site and on your social and all the things? Yes. Well, um, obviously you're listening to a podcast, so you could just, after the end of this episode, you could head on over to the easily distracted entrepreneur podcast and, uh, subscribe and have a listen. Um, but if you are in that place of like feeling that overwhelm and like, you know, not sure where to put your energy, I do have kind of, I call it shiny object syndrome, like, uh, it's a, of course I, I call it something. And right now I've totally lost what it was, but <laughs> it helps people discern whether something is an awesome opportunity or a shiny object and kind of helps you start that process of like figuring out, because that's the thing we overwhelm ourselves with shiny objects, right? Mm-hmm. So they could head on over to, oh, it's amberholly.com forward slash crap. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yes. I love it. I love pretty links like that. (laughs) (laughs) They're the best. Well, you guys, hopefully you found value in this. If you feel like you have any teammates or anyone that is in a period of burnout or experiencing some of this overwhelm, shoot them this episode. Hopefully it will help them kind of navigate this space and get out of it and into a more positive space that you want to be working from. Um, I'm super grateful 
for you, Amber. I'm grateful that you came on and shared with us the nuggets. And I loved the conversation today. So thank you. Yes. Thank you. Of course. All right, you guys, we will be back in another week. See you then. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around before you head out. I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me. If you left this podcast, a quick review, wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams. Cause if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.